Hello, hello. Hello, friends, you might even say. The Golf Show with the golf guys, Brent Gunning and Sam McKee. Little little tease for you, a little programming note coming up later on the show. We'll have a third golf guy. Yeah, you hear him on the station all the time. Our pal and yours, Ben Ennis, will join us. And very, very happy to welcome in sponsor this year. Always happy to welcome in a new friend. The Golf Show is brought to you by your Exonic Golf. Get more great shots with the award-winning AI golf app that makes good golf easier. It is customized for your swing. Download the Exonic Golf app today. That's X-O-N-I-C. Very, very happy to have those folks along with us for the ride this year. We're very happy to bring you some content uh, from them a little later on, but we will uh, we'll put a pin in that for today. Let's just say it's always happy to be loved, and I think uh, we love them, and they love us at Exonic Golf. Do you think AI can fix my golf swing? I don't know. <sighs> Has a better chance of fixing yours than it does mine, pal. Let me tell you. Actually, I don't know if that's true because you have like what is known as finicky problems, right? It's like a little here, a little yeah. there. Sometimes yeah. overthinker. Uh, let sometimes. me tell you, AI, uh, it'd be Chat GPT right away. Just like, yeah, buddy, <laughs> swing to second base, tighten up the grip, a little stronger, a little more power in the. Like we all know the recipe to fix it. It's just a matter of. Uh, committing i was about to say muscle memory but what's flub memory like you can't the old you can't pull fat from john daly i gotta get some fat memory in there yeah. uh for for my swing but uh hey bud always always happy to be doing this with you uh took a you know took a little breather last week we needed yeah. it. at least we're testing us yeah <laughs> and it's so much better now so uh we won't can, uh, I, can I say <laughs> yeah that you can I, just literally <laughs> can. it was too stressful i just i <laughs> i had no time to think about the golf show like it, I we don't need to get into leaf stakes here, but I just I really still feel so much less stressed about this series than I do about the last series. It's so stupid. It's way more high stakes now, and I'm way less stressed, which makes absolutely no sense. But I guess maybe that's just the loser mentality of Leaf fans over the last twenty years not getting past the first round. But yeah, uh, I gotta say, Gunner woke up this morning, took that little Lou dog for a little spin around the block. It is downright gorgeous outside. Tantalizing. It, it, if you had a tea time, this oh. morning, like you probably booked it ahead of time. It's Saturday. You had this weather all week where thought been, who knew I almost just swore. Like I always, it was dog. It's been dog crap. You know, just a little, <laughs> little tease of my walk around the block with Lewis. The weather has been dog crap for, it felt like honestly, 10 days, 11 days with no sun. There was raining, Felt like we were living in Vancouver and who wants to do that? So it's been, <laughs> Really nice to go outside this morning and feel a little heat on the sun. It's not too hot, obviously, yet. Probably going to get up to, what, like a high of 16, 17 degrees today. That's just absolutely perfect early season weather. The leaves are starting to show up on the trees. It's spectacular out. So, as always, if you're listening to The Golf Show, text us 590-590. Tell us where you're teeing it, where uh, where you're heading to this morning. Because I know if you're in the car, you're listening to us right now. There's a lot of people that are on their way to tee it up this morning. So just really happy for some nice weather. I'm playing golf tomorrow. Mm. Got asked to join a foursome out at one of our favorites, Copetown Woods, tomorrow at 9 a.m. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm just ready for some golf. I, I can't wait. Played disc golf yesterday. So I'm just I'm, I'm golfing all kinds of golf, buddy. Yeah, I am uh, I got out a couple times this week. Uh, we'll have a little bit I more. You, I saw you on the range with your son. I did, yeah. And I have to say, Gunner, <laughs> I, like – you know, you know how some people with kids, 
They're like, oh, I don't want to bombard people with yeah. pictures of no, I, I know you're very like that. I know you're very like I am, that. But I can't help myself. Which I do appreciate. <laughs> but like, if you're like showing me a picture of your kid sitting on a chair, I'm like, ah, great. Cool. What a kid. I've seen 100 kids. <laughs> but like videos of Gordo crushing it at the range that place and that that's got to be cool man as a dad that's really got to feel great yeah it's uh it's awesome i mean he's he's two and a half now i have uh i i did the move of just having golf clubs around from basically the second yes. he was born Smart. so always Smart. there and uh yeah the kid likes to swing it so we got him a, a real big boy set if you will it's got a driver a wedge and a putter and uh he is one of the boys because he has no he has no need for that putter or that wedge. Just wants to rip seeds all day long. Uh, so yes, I uh, I love it. <laughs> well, and, he's like every guess what? Yeah. He's like every golfer now. He's Who a, cares about a wedge? Just want to hit bombs, baby. What's the point? Uh, it's not it, the old the old putt for dough. Get out of here with that. Just give me bombs <laughs> all day long. Uh, so yes, thank you for uh, clearing out for me a little. It's really cool. It's awesome to see, yeah. and uh, I will maintain that exact uh, psychology until he's beating me when he's eight, uh, and then I won't feel so great. Like, That's oh, good. this is fun. Well, you it'll be good. It be- it'll be good like down the line, but that first time, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the pain though. I'm I'm stealing myself for it. Uh, again, like we said, five ninety five ninety. Hit us up on the text line if you're out there. If you're going somewhere, you got a lot. You got a round. You're all excited about uh, for later on this weekend. And also, uh, we like to throw. We've we've cooked up a bunch of these prompts, if you will, mm. for golf show this year. We we threw one out a couple of weekends ago. Uh, it was so wonderful. I can't remember exactly what it was, but looking at it right now, uh, we we picked from our oh, your golf goal. Your yes, golf that's goal right. A, yeah. a very fitting first one. We had some Excellent. great ones. We had guys, guys, gals messaging us. They want to get below ninety. They just want to hit a certain distance. They want to get some, you know, some gers, some green and regulations. Whatever your goals were, we loved hearing about it today. What's the club that's going to help you get there? What is your favorite mm. club in the bag? If you just want to give me as simple as. You're like my two and a half year old and you just like to buck driver. I'm happy to hear that. If you want to, if you want to shout out a a manufacturer, I'm not going to get mad at you there because look, we've all had a lot of different clubs. There's been a five wood in the bag that's behaved. There's been a five wood in the bag that hasn't. There have been putters that have gone to jail. There are some that have life sentences. There are some that have been excommunicated and lived a great new life after 10 years in the garage or something. I want to hear all these stories about what your, uh, what your favorite club in the bag is. Can I can I start? Of course. Okay. So I had a tailor-made burner driver forever, as you know. <laughs> and I finally gave it I was it there at its execution. I, I finally put it in the garbage. I put it in the garbage so that I wouldn't be <laughs> tempted to put a new shaft in it and go back to it. I threw it out, which is a good plan. But when I had that driver, I had a five wood that I was given with it. Ooh. Which it was I was it was finicky forever. I couldn't really hit it right. I never really hit it. And one day I just kind of figured it out in the last maybe like five years. I figured out how to hit it. And I can pretty much like I'm batting like 700 with it. Mm. You know, like I'm going to hit if I have got 10 shots, seven of them are going to be really, really nice. So that's that's pretty much as good as you could ask for with a club. It's this old tailor made five wood burner that I absolutely love. And I just the thing is just it's. You know, if I ever lose that or I ever lose my putter, I'll quit golf. So those that I would have to say that the five was my favorite of the bag gunner. What about you? I love the idea of your tailor made driver, and I, I want to be clear. You know, your your lovely uh, partner Allison. This is this is a fake story I'm telling. But the idea of like that is the that is the X you had to block on IG. Just couldn't even 100%. tempt yourself with it. 100%. Could not go there. 
They're looking too good. The emojis are right there. We just, we can't even every, do it. Every time I went to the garage, the head of the burner was just like sitting there on like a little thing in the garage. It's got like, like a little shine to it. I'm like, if I took this to my boy down at the golf course. Oh, I knew, it, to, I knew you were going to get that in he, there. He might be able to put a little shaft in there for me and I might be back with the burner. Uh, like, no, God, no. That's amazing. I love that you had to physically remove yourself uh, yes. from it there. Just uh, for me, you know, I'm. I would love to have a clear runaway answer for this question. Mm-hmm. I have one that I I like a fair amount, but I don't know that it's the love that I want to get from people on this answer. If I'm going to pick one, it's my Callaway 5 wood. I think it's like an old okay. yeah. XR hot. And it was just a great it was a great little family moment. Me and my father-in-law, we went and bought the same club together. He's a lefty, wow. I'm a righty. We both just like picked it out. Uh, we we were at we swung it in the bays. Felt good. Uh, we both own it now. So you know, there's a little a uh, little something to that there. I love it. I don't hit it quite as well as I feel. But McKee, you've seen this, and you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of great golf brands in the world, but hot oh. up and coming one <laughs> that produces three wedges for the price of I think like one fifty nine. I'm the Kirkland kid with my Costco wedges, okay? I I am clipping (laughs) these things. I hit a shot earlier this year for a guy who has no business hitting a shot like this. It was the most tour sauce wedge I've ever seen hit in my life, not by a tour pro, let alone I've ever been lucky enough to hit spinny, cutty side spin, (laughs) checked up nice and tight to the hole. I've never done that in my life, so I can't believe it. I I would never have believed it when I got them, but honestly... Give me my Kirkland wedges. I love them so much. Thank God you went with that answer. I was hoping that's what you were going to go with. (laughs) I have gone to Costco. I go to Costco like, you know, once a month or so to get, you know, meat and food and things. And I walk down the golf aisle every time and I look at the wedges and I'm like, is this the time I buy the wedges? (laughs) No, not this time. But yeah, it's uh, I like that idea. It's a that's a good one. So uh, I've got a couple texts here on the text line, which I really appreciate. A couple guys texting in where they're teeing it. Uh, Flamborough Hills at 10 a.m. around the corner from Coketown. Enjoy that beautiful course, Hunter. It's a practice round. I plan to beat my dad. Yeah, at wooden sticks tomorrow. Love it. Take wooden that, sticks. dad. Have you you haven't played wooden Never. sticks yet? Never. Gotta you? gotta oh, yeah, yeah, gotta yeah, yeah, cross yeah, yeah, that off ye old bucket list for sure. And uh, Wolf Run at 9:35 today. Beautiful day. And you didn't text in your name, so I come on. But that's beautiful. So uh, I've never played Wolf Run. I've never played Flamborough Hills. So. Love hearing about new courses around the around the area. I don't know anything about that guy's dad, but I don't know. Something feels like wooden sticks could be just the home for them. You got the magic. He's like feeling like Jack in 86 when you get to A-Man Corner there. I don't know. Just be careful. Uh, so hope that, hope yes, that tune sir. up. Yes, sir. <laughs> Does anyone have a hat? No, sir. There are no hats to be found at the 86 <laughs> Masters for some reason. Buddy. I was, that was my biggest takeaway from COVID when they were showing all the, the masters during the week, the masters got canceled. I was just sitting there. I was like, boy, 42 looks a lot different than it looks now. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. There was also a moment. This is so niche, but again, it's the golf show. If you're listening to this, you love this where I want this hung up as like a tapestry in my home. It has the, like the picture of I don't know. It's like 12 or it's one of the, you know, one of the beautiful Augusta holes. And it just has Jack like looking up into the heavens, like put in front of it, like a watermark Mm. almost. And I just, whoever cooked that up with the technology they had in 86, (laughs) that guy or gal is an artist, artiste. 
whoever um, that is. JT and, with a wood or that person in front of the, the whatever technology they were using in the 80s. Who's to say? I, I wanted, uh, and it was a big time um, Savvy Ballesteros uh, tournament. He mm. was in the mix, obviously, in 86. And he was wearing the most unbelievable visor that just yes. has the Nike logo Four times on it. Oh, twice, it was yeah. Just, it was just once on top of it and then once below it for some reason. Yeah, I've seen I was this. Like, is, that, like, is that a misprint or is that fashion? I don't know what I the hell it, it is. I think it's fashion is what that is. I absolutely love it. All right, so. Oh, just quickly, one other thing on the no hat. I was wearing a toque for my early morning round of golf uh, the other day, and it was just getting spicy when I was finishing up, and I just decided for the last hole of the day to go full Ollie Schneider Jin's Jack in 86, and I felt wow. like a psychopath out there with yeah. no hat. So It's really a weird feeling. If you do it, uh, kudos to you, but I want you on a watch list. I'm not saying you would do anything. I'm just saying I want to be... I want to be mindful in case something comes up because golf with no hat, that's a, that's a move. It is. I, it's a really good look. I liked when Rory went against oh, uh, yeah. Patrick Reed. And what year was that? God, we're getting old. That 16, feels, way, I want to say. say. That's way longer ago yes, than it than feels, it feels like. yeah. But him versus Reed and him not wearing the, the hat and him shushing the crowd oh, yeah. and then it turning into a pillow fight because they couldn't play golf. They got sleepy. They got sleepy. They got really There's tired. also this guy on the on the uh, the DP World Tour, Robert Rock. He's got exceptional feathers and he never wears a hat and he's the one guy allowed to do it. Uh, all right. Uh, a lot more coming in today. I'll sneak in one more text here uh, from, from our boy Brandon. I love my Callaway X-Hot 3-Wood. Hit it straight. Ooh. Two hundo. Every time that is, that's what you want right there. I, I there's going to be some hardos who come in and go, Oh, you only poke your three wood to listen, <laughs> bud. If it's straight, you are la- and you know, the number that's the other part of it is how, how many times on a par five or be it a long, you know, me and my long par three is Billy Caspering. I'd be Billy Caspering mm-hmm. with that X hot three wood so, all day. I just got a text from on the text line here that there's a pair of golf Ontario uh, event today. And there is. At Peninsula Lakes Golf Course, um, which I feel like I've played before, but I'm not really sure what entails in that. But that's interesting. I appreciate that text. It's a big tournament for Paragolf Ontario. So, so I actually had a uh, had an opportunity with uh, you know just dropping some names uh, with uh, with Christina Rutherford and Luke Fox to play oh, at a. Those, let me pick those names. Yeah, up I, I know. Pretty pretty big. Uh, Luke Fox is like the most popular man in, in Toronto as long as he keeps writing crushing articles uh, about the Leafs. All right, uh, neither here nor there. Uh, but I actually got to play with uh, some some people who I imagine will be playing in that yeah. Paragolf event today. It was a thing put on by uh, Golf on. Ontario and Golf Canada. Uh, so I know that that's been something they have really made a point of putting putting effort into, whether it be facilities and the way things are set up. You know, this is something like we talked about with our girl, Christine Frazier, last year of just oh, yeah. the thoughtfulness that goes into tee boxes and where things are placed and obstacles. And I know at some of the city courses, which we all love, and I think it's great they're getting money pumped into them. I know they've either been making uh, endeavors to do this or they are on the cusp of doing so, having some carts that allow people to play paragolf where you effectively use your cart to stand up and not just move you around, but huh. help you hit your ball so i think that's awesome really really appreciate uh whoever it was who texted that in today yeah, they, people are loving to put their texts that are great with no names so please 595.90 where you're teeing it and your name and your location it's not that hard guys Come not on. not that your name on the radio we would Check love to we would, we would love to do that for you uh so a couple things uh i had a chance mm-hmm. to play rbc canadian open media day we'll talk about that a little later on our pal yes. our pal ben ennis uh gonna join us i had you want to talk about a heavy hitter group it was me, Ben, Adam Stanley, 
and the president of the club at uh, at Oakdale there. So wow, that's yeah, that's a great group. It really Stanable Stanable still compressing the hell of the ball, crushing. He had oh me. He's like, can you just God. take a can you just take a little video here? It was so good. Lori <laughs> Kane, Lori Kane told him it was good action on Twitter. That's the circles wow. this guy runs into. And I'm like, yeah, I was there, got to see it too, Lori. Not a big deal. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know we love our boy uh, Stanley, and there was no way he was gonna. That's like the lowest rung he could go on the golfing totem pole. It's like club president. You got to be that or above uh, to ride in the cart with Stanley uh, for a round. So we'll talk a little bit about that with Ben. You and I got to play that course a couple of years ago, but obviously uh, very different now when we played it, they were kind of walking us through what would be the composite routing, kind of skipping some holes or talking about where some activations would be. So really cool to get a chance to, uh, to see it up close and personal. And then this, this is just super, uh, this is so Canadian. It hurts. They had, you know, press conference, people coming on, they bring, in the guy from the tour the tour president from florida first question better have the right answer who's gonna win round two leafs or panthers first question from tournament director brian crawford at this presser so it was so canadian it hurts uh, so we'll have more on that it really was we'll have more on that with ben uh there's something i wanted to talk to you about uh just a couple kind of quick hitters in in the game of golf, if you will. Yes. So we know with the we know with the elevated events and the really kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, kind of segregated tour that there is now. You have your big money events, you have your majors, and there's everything else now. You know, I got to give it up. And look, these guys show up to try to win every golf tournament, so I don't really know what I'm giving it up for here. But kudos to John Rahm and Tony Finau. They go into the Mexico Open last week. This is an event that does not have the field. If you looked at the betting odds, these guys were some of the shortest yeah, favorites. Like two to one. It was basically. nuts what they were getting. Yeah. And guess what? They both balled out. They both showed up. Fino goes home. He wins the tournament. I think like four hours later, he was caddying with this kid. Uh, apparently, that's he's not, found that priority just perfect. Apparently, he's finally got no, it right. A, that was a beautiful thing to see. It, it really was. And I just want to commend those guys because we always heard the idea. And again, every guy who tees it up in an event is trying to win. There's no point in showing up if you're just showing up. But, you know, we always heard from Michael Jordan the idea of there's going to be some kid in Charlotte tonight. He's never going to see me again. Da da da. When you're one of those guys playing in one of these tournaments, it's kind of on you to show up and have a moment like that. John Rahm had the 61. Finau goes out and wins it. And it's just... For guys who are going to have to carry the banner of this game into some of these lesser than events, some of these non-elevated events, you need your big boys to show up. Look, it's golf. You're going to have your weeks where it's who knows versus who cares in the final pairing for a lot of people. That's going to happen. But when you can have the big boys show up in moments like that that matter, it's just... I I think it's really almost commendable. And again, everybody's trying, so I don't know what I'm giving them credit for, but it's awesome that they were both able to show up the way they did. Yeah, and I'm sure the tournament directors at the Mexico Open were salivating when the final pair on Sunday is Tony Finau and John Rahm, which was a sneaky great fight. Like, you know, I had that on a little bit. You know, like, there's tons of great sports on. That's one of the things that, like, uh, here, I'll drop a name. J.D. Bunk has always chirps me for is, like, he'll be like, on text me on a Sunday. Like watching the, yeah. what do you see that in the Jays? I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, not. I had the golf on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm, t- I'm really like, I usually do check in a lot on the golf on Sundays. Obviously, I am the host of the golf show. I do love the sport, but it's, you know, I, I completely agree with that. And it's nice to see Tony Finau, who was the guy that can't really win there for a while, like a guy that was always in the mix, and now he's up to six. Yeah, it happened really fast. And I know a couple of the tournaments that he's won, or like. We can we can quibble about the the strength of field and we can quibble about however you want, 
you still got to make the putts. You still got to hit the drives. You still got to play great to win a PGA Tour uh, event regardless. And now he's up to six. So good on him. Like, I really would like to see him take that next step now and heading into one of these majors that are remaining on the schedule. And we got the PGA Championship coming up here. It's his time. Like, it's great that you can win these events. And but now they're like, now you're a six time tour winner. This is kind of the point in guys' careers where they take that next step and they win a major. So I'm really rooting for him going in here. I don't know. I don't really know what his odds will be heading into the PGA Championship. He'll probably be amongst the. He'll probably be amongst the favorites. Like yep. I'd say, probably like fourteen or fifteen to one. Now that he's won a couple times, so maybe not the best value on him. But this guy is an incredibly easy guy to root for. He just like I mean, he seems like an absolute beauty. Like I mean, when we were at the Canadian Open last year. Oh yeah, and. He, he was in the final group and we went around, you know, and Rory had his coronation where he played so well. And it was such an incredible final group. But like we went under the under the the bridge at St. George's and they were doing like the media center or whatever. And they were waiting for Rory to come down. And just seeing the way like this is like totally inside baseball. But just seeing the way Tony Finau was treating everybody, mm-hmm. like just the 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 classiness he was, you know, he taught. I saw him do an interview. The way he's carrying himself, the way he's talking to volunteers, everything about him, he's an incredibly easy guy to root for. And I'm just happy to see him getting some wins knocked off here. And I'm really hoping that one of these majors, he's in the mix and could potentially win one for the rest of the year here. So I pulled it up. He is getting for the PGA championship right now. And again, uh, you know, caveat of go check whatever book you like uh, until we get a gambling sponsor. And then you will check that book that I tell you to check Uh, (laughs) right now. He is getting the exact same odds as Cameron Young at 25 to one Vic Hovland, Matt Fitzpatrick at 28 and Patrick Cantlay, Cameron Smith and Xander Shoffle at 22 to one. So those are the groups kind of, uh, kind of sandwiching him there. That's that's exactly where I was going to go with it, of just how quickly does it go from, hey, Finau's put it together now to, okay, he's part of that group of guys yeah. who we all think are great that, okay, how great, though? Go out and win one that matters. You know, okay, yeah. Xander Shoffley won the Tour Championship. Great. Patrick Cantlay had his moment taken by Bryson in the playoff. Great. Tony Finau's had some big wins. Great. Go out there and win a major. Those feel like the three guys. I mean, we can get hipstery and be like, oh, I like that Sam Burns. But those are the three in the game right now that you need to not. We need to see. I'd be happy if Rory went out and won every major between now and then. But those are the guys that you don't want to go another five years because being this good at the game of golf for that long almost never lasts. And that's why it's it's got to come sooner rather than later for that that kind of trio. I don't know if there's anybody else you'd put in there, but it feels like that trio to me right now. No, I think that's the perfect three. Um, we good on Fino? I wanted to ask yep, you about something. Yeah, I'm good, yep. So our man, Tiger Woods. Done, this is done? big. Yeah, so for anybody, just quick backstory, Joe LaCava, his longtime caddy, it's not that the news that came out this week that I think is telling. It's the news that never came out when Tiger was at his absolute worst. You know, when Tiger made the comeback and came back and winning in 2019, part of the amazing stories that came out of that was that when it was at his absolute worst and it really never looked like Tiger was going to compete again, Lacava never went anywhere. And yeah. it was the mutual respect of didn't want to go somewhere. It was the belief of, I got Tiger Woods as my man. I'm not going to go chase Ricky Fowler or whoever he would have been rumored to being with. But with him leaving now, that has got to be the kiss of death for 
honestly, the, the biggest thing that it allowed me to be happy about, and, you know, we'll never know the true reporting on this because of how private Tiger is, but mm-hmm. I would way rather hear that Tiger said basically like, you got to go, boy. I can't, I can't take care of you anymore. Like throwing <laughs> rocks at the dog, telling it to run away. That's how I want it to be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Skedaddle. Not the other way of Lakava being like, uh, I think you're dead, boss. I got to go work for a young horse. Yeah. Th- that's yeah. That's what jumped out to me. I would love to know who kind of led that conversation on. We'll never know. But, yeah, it's a pretty and, telling sign to me. And, like, you know, the reporting, like, that's – if Patrick Cantlay calls, I mean, yeah. that's – that's what is he, number three or number four in the world? Like, that's there, one of yeah. the premier players on the planet who is going to make Joey some money. Oh, like, yeah. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty easy choice. If, if Patrick Cantlay is calling, there aren't many tour caddies unless you're the caddy of the other three guys uh, that are ahead of him in the world ranking, probably wouldn't go. So yeah, I uh, love Joey. My favorite Joey LaCava story is when Tiger Woods was putting on 16 and he told the story on when he won in 2019 and he asked him for like a read on like the three footer. And he's like, (laughs) what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, this putt? like, I I love that story. That's one of my favorites all time. So uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a really long time before we see our man on Tiger Woods on a golf course again, if we ever see it again. Like, I really could see him being like, I'm done. My, uh, I agree with that. My favorite Joe LaCava story was being at the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. And before Tiger had come anywhere near the driving range, I am grabbing my wife's arms so hard going like, that's Joe LaCava. He's got to be coming soon. And uh, her being like, they got divorce lawyers in the Bahamas or what am I doing here? Okay. <laughs> it was like, it's like, what, it's like whatever, you know, one of Connor McDavid's line mates get on, gets on the ice yeah. first. You're like, Oh, he's coming, he's coming baby. There's Yamamoto. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, so yes, uh, uh, big, big shout. Uh, Look, here's the last thing I'll say. Uh, can't, yeah. can't lace caught a lot of strays. Uh, let me, let him just catch one more here. Yeah. Have fun out there. Lakava. The rounds are going to oh, be yeah. the exact same pace, except it with a healthy man who could walk. So have oh, fun. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, well, yeah, Tiger plays just well, as no, fast as but we at do. Least, yeah, but at super least, quick. at least it's a ginger old man with a million majors and all yeah. the jackets. And you're like, oh, that's okay. You know, every time he's slow walking, you can just picture that chip on 16 or whatever it is. It's like with Cantlay, it's just like, you'd want to just tase him a little, like, come on, get going, get moving. He's, he, He's pretty icy. All right, last quick text before we head to break to get yep. to Ennis. This one's from Luke. Lindsay Golf Club tomorrow at one fifteen. If you guys want to make the trek this season, the round is on me. Let me know. All right, Luke. I got your number, pal. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are very – you don't know who you're texting, pal. I will take you up on free golf. My, uh, my professional booker, a.k.a. the guy who just spoke into the mic, will be in contact with you. Uh, so, hey, big shout-out to the folks at the Lindsay Golf Club uh, tomorrow afternoon at one fifteen. And big shout out to Luke, who it looks like is going to play some golf with us this summer. Uh, so that it is just that, that it is really just that easy, folks. There are a lot of people in the province of Ontario who can tell you the same thing. We are shameless. Uh, somebody else, I think just as shameless, but a little more shy about it, if that makes any sense. Uh, our, our good pal, Sportsnet Ben, you hear him all the time on Fan Drive Time. I got a chance to tee it up with him on Monday at the RBC Canadian Open venue. Want to talk to him a little bit about that. Get his opinion on what his favorite club in the bag is. We'll ask him what his golf goals are. We're just basically putting him on the uh, psychiatrist's couch about his golf game, which could be a lengthy segment for all of us involved. Uh, so that's coming up next. Golf Show with Gunning and McKee on Sportsnet 5.9 of the Fan. 
Smart takes on the biggest stories in sports. The Fan Drive Time with Ben Ennis. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Golf Show. Brent Gunning, Sam McKee. The Golf Show is brought to you by Exonic Golf. Get more great shots with the award-winning AI golf app that makes good golf easier. It's customized for your swing. Download the Exonic app today. That's X-O-N-I-C. Gunning and McKee here with you on Sportsnet 590. The fan, very, very happy to welcome in Another voice you hear often on Sportsnet 590, the fan. I thought I heard him in the background uh, before we were getting ready. He's doing this from his backyard. Ben Ennis, how we doing, bud? I, I'm good, and yes, you heard correctly. I'm doing this show from my backyard. It's like when you're a kid and and, and you're in school and, and you're like, hey, can we have school outside? And, outside. You're so, and you so rarely can, but here's the thing. I can do this outside, so guess what? I'm outside in my backyard, just hammered a coffee. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. What's the weather report? Yeah, I uh, want to know what it's going to be like at my house in uh, 47 minutes when I get home. But I am so obsessed with with the weather, I, and I don't know if I because I, I, I was I, I want to say it's because I became a dad. But I was like, truth be told, I was obsessed with the weather well before I became a dad. But uh, looks great, boys. Uh, I knew yesterday the weather would break. I was so correct. I knew this weekend would be spectacular. We're looking at twenties uh, this week. I looked at this the, the forecast for the end of of this coming week, Thursday, Friday. We're looking at like twenty two. Maybe a little bit of a shower midweek, but no, this this is it, boys. We 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 got through the horrible weather. We're we're back to uh, what we had. What was that like? The the first week of April, or I guess it was the second week. The Blue Jays home opener. It was like twenty seven. It's gonna feel like that this week. Everybody thinks they can do our job of like I got takes. I could come in and no shade at everybody who does weather on City News six eighty. You could do that job, Ben. You 100%. rush that report. My <laughs> buddy, God, you were very good at that. Uh, buddy, like there is, uh, I've done so much in this industry, like broadcasting. Like I've in sports media, I've done it all. Right, I've done producing, I've done reporting, hosting. I, I've 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 booked guests. I, I've done it all. I would like to spread my wings a little bit. I think absolutely I should I should be like some sort of uh, weather broadcasting fantasy camp. That that is absolutely my dream. I mean, we could set this up. Like we have the we have the ability to do this. Yeah. I'd like to see you not just talking though. I want to see you in front of the screen. Yeah, you're talking about a front coming in from somewhere. <laughs> it's gonna get really cumulo nimbus. How about a little Whoa. bit of cumulo nimbus? Oh, yeah, tell you, I don't know what some that low, means. Showing off low yeah. pressure troughs. You know, I, I could do it. You could. You could. Yeah. Regular right. Mike Trout on our hands. Yeah, you really can. You're a, you're a 17 tool player. Forget Trout. He's the good one. He's Otani there. Uh, so Ben, uh, we 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 got a couple of text topics we're we're kicking around today, and uh, our first one we we've kicked two out throughout the years. I'm going to throw them both uh, at at you. Just kind of general golf topics. First one is: Do you have a big like you you play? You're you're a member somewhere. You play a fair amount what's your big golf goal for the year? Like we got a lot of people saying, I want to get sub X number. I want to improve X club. Do you have like, you are a very process oriented individual yeah. on the course. What's your big goal this year, Ben? My big goal is the same goal I have every year. And it's like embarrassing to even talk about it, but, but I, I, this is a safe space. I yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> you're talking my... to me about golf. So you're fine. <laughs> you saw me swing it. Okay. So my goal, despite having played 
this this game for how old am I? Now? Like uh, almost thirty years of my my natural life. Like every year, I I I just I want to get to a place where I don't have to worry about embarrassing myself, right? Mm. Like I just want to be able because I can get there, but I want to get like I want to start on the first tee, feel that confidence that I'm not going to embarrass myself because. Guns, you've played with me. I can hit the occasional good shot, For like, sure. it, and and when I'm I'm playing well, like it actually looks like I have a I have a clue. But like to to do that consistently for 18 holes, I mean, it's almost an unachievable goal because That's, there's a, there's yeah. always going to be the doubt that creeps into the back of your head. But how great would it be to like step onto the first tee with people you've never played with before and say, you know what, I got this. Like I'm gonna really. You know, I'm, I'm going to hold my own here, start to finish, not hit one bad shot. Does anyone feel that? Like, we all we all play with guys, you know, like we all have our various games and there's various levels in those games. I, you know, I play with some talented guys on occasion and I feel like even their head cases still, like this feels oh, like yeah. the old, like, I just want to be happy. And then you have an honest conversation about with somebody about their mental health and it's like, ooh, okay, so nobody is. All right, let's just move on. I like, would say that, like, Sammy, of all the people that would not be a head, like, I know, Sam, you can, like, you can sort of get to that head case spot, but, like, I've never seen anybody play golf that's less in their head than you. I I will say the first tee will always be nerve-wracking. Like, and I play a ton of, like, solo golf, right? I go out in the mornings before I do the show where I'll go and and get paired up with a random person or whatever at Humber Valley or Lakeview or whatever, and... You know, I'm good golfer, and even I will stand up there and be like, "God, I really this." It's all. I mean, it just goes back to life and first impressions, right? Yeah. Like it's hard if you just absolutely kick it around on the first hole, oh, and you're yeah. playing with a guy that's half decent. It takes like what three holes after that to reestablish trust. Like, oh, it's buddy! Gonna, like they're not going to really. It, yeah, go ahead. It, I was just going to say it builds on itself too, right? Like if you if you once you hit that first tee shot that you're like, "Oh my god, like do they think maybe I can't play?" Like the second yes. shot is becomes the most difficult shot you've ever hit in your entire <laughs> life. So a couple couple quick stories there. I, you know, like through work, we've all played with people who it's like, "Okay, I'd like to impress this person." And we were playing with a, you know, the head of a club somewhere and I hit my first drive of the day actually decently, but into a fairway bunker like 200 out and I'm like, "Great, oh, this is a fun first impression <laughs> shot." And I actually somehow made half decent contact. The other one was I was it, it was a case of like uh, was one of these courses with three nines and I had a couple of buddies groups we were backed up and then there was a group of like 20 dudes that was trying to go out in front of us and we're like no no we got to get through the downside of that of course is there yeah, are now course. 30 dudes waiting to watch you tee off my <laughs> apple watch genuinely asked me I forget what the exact wording of it was but it was basically okay? like are you going to die <laughs> we need to contact the authorities for you or for someone else because it was so, uh, so, so nerve-wracking there. So, yeah, I completely understand where you guys are at on that. There are yeah. few more, there's few more exil- – there's not many exhilarating feelings. Like, And listen, I've played through a lot of people in my life because I'm really mm-hmm. a fast golfer. When they are like, all right, guys, like they finally, they're finally like, all right, like, well, you know, you twisted my arm enough. You drove enough down my uh, down our throat to, to let me uh, let us play through. And you step up to the tee and they're all standing there and you're never happy letting somebody play through. Like you can lie to yourself and be like, oh yeah, like go ahead guys, you're faster. But they're all sitting there judging. It's a defeat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, these these guys are more manly than me. They're better players than me. Like it's it's a bad feeling to let somebody play through. 
and there's no more exhilarating feeling than pumping one right down the middle when you let someone play through and they're like okay that's why we did it but then Sam, if you stand up there and you have hook one into the woods they're like oh jesus why'd we do that <laughs> sam you know what i'm re- now i'm recalling because the 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 pressure of playing with someone you've never played before, that's big. The pressure of playing with someone you've never played before on a golf course that maybe they've invited you to that's, Ooh. like, high-end, it, like, ratchets oh, up yeah. the, the pressure. I remember, Sam, you and I, we got invited to play Devil's Pulpit a, a number of years yes. ago. Uh, and both of us absolutely annihilated our drives on the first tee, yes. and I think we both made par. And there was, I, like, I, I know what it feels like to win a Stanley Cup, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And that first tee shot is incredibly daunting. It's like way yes. down that hill with like the water. And we, yes. I think I actually made double. I shot it over the green. I can't, I remember that. No, I made double then. I remember oh, I went over you? the green. I went oh, over okay. the green and I went I to like, like the, anyway. I, 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 I blacked out once, once I hit, hit the tee shot. <laughs> Guess what? I can remember what I made on Devil's Pulpit seven years ago, but I can't remember my email password. So explain that one. <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've all we've all had those moments. Like I, we had one. Sammy and me were at a Team Canada event, and I got put in the cart with the Team Canada player. And the oh, yeah. and my second shot of the day was absolutely nailed. Best shot of be- his Be- life. Probably best never shot better of my shot. life. I gave myself a 10-footer for birdie, and I am a big, like, I don't touch the pin now. I don't know where you stand on this, but I, I refuse to touch it just out of sheer laziness more than anything. And right before, like, I was standing over the putt, and right before I went to pull it back, the guy, the other guy we were playing with just goes, everyone's good with pulling pins, right? And I, I might have hit it back to the first tee. My putt oh, yeah. was so bad, and it just broke so- mentally, never recovered. So. <laughs> I, I played ask- once. I was I was gonna say I played one of those uh, Golf Canada events with Marlene Stewart Street, uh, the the legend, and and the the only thing worse than hitting a a bad shot uh, off the first tee is somebody telling you, "Hey, tee it up again," because like I said, the, 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 let the, me the, decide. Yeah, like uh, no, it's fine actually. I actually, I need like the the whatever thirty seconds a minute to walk up to the ball to regather regather myself. Um. So I wanted to. I'm really glad that you guys brought up the pin thing because i'm having a bit of a revelation here i was against pulling the pin big time all through covid and after the last and you know the last two years i've been staunch against pulling the pin the group one of the regular groups i play with always pulls the pin and are you guys back on pulling the pin like i think i'm back to pulling the pin i really do think i'm back I never left. Here's the thing. I don't I don't pull it when it's like a fifty foot lag putt. Anything inside a twenty feet like if it's if we can do it without, you know, slowing things down, I I'm absolutely doing it. You know why? Because I have I, everybody has hit the pin and kept your, you know, for sure. Had a short putt that you kept the pin in, hit the pin, and the ball didn't go in the hole. And either you say, "Well, it would have been in without the pin," which feels gross, or you're like, "Okay, we have to." I guess I, I, I got to take an extra stroke here. It's ridiculous. And yeah, I'm not gonna do it. You know, I'm not going to slow things down to do it. But absolutely, if if everybody's inside ten feet and I can be the guy that runs up and says hey is everybody yeah. good if i take it out i'm i'm doing that 10 times out of 10 i will not get, object get one ready. i will not object one way or another but i do like the visual i've got used to the visual of the pin in you've gone full fitzpatrick i really have like i and now the here's the thing about it is that 
I made this point when I was playing with some buddies yesterday of if I have to hear one more person tell me how well I've been putting it when I haven't made a putt in 18 months to save my life. I'm the king of 20 <laughs> foot putts that settle within like inches of it's the cup right though. now. And so maybe that's why I'm so good, big on pin in is like, I don't know. I'm never going to sniff that thing. So what do I care whether it's in or not? Uh, but yeah, so I'm still I still like it in, but I will not. I, I just can't be bothered to care one way or another if someone and has this- opinions. Ennis nailed it when he was like, you always argue for the opposite when a putt doesn't drop. For sure. Like if the pin's in, you're like, oh, for God, that would have gone in without the pin. And then yeah. the other way, you just argue it regardless. So oh, I, uh, my favorite. I just think, my f- go ahead. I was going to say, my favorite is when the pin is out. I've had this happen, like, I think twice in my entire life, where the cup is not set low enough. Mm. And the ball goes, even with the pin out, the ball hits the back, like, inside the hole in the metal cup and bounces straight back there's there's nothing that makes you feel yeah. like the the world is against you than that happening to you it's just it's so much more satisfying to see the ball roll into the cup without the pin yes 100%. it's one of the that greatest is, feelings that in the i world. cannot that i cannot argue it's uh, it's yeah. right up there with do you remember this was going around on like instagram a while ago the uh, that that private club with the metal cups at the bottom and it had that yes. like weird sound that yes. that was just borderline pornographic. I love that. So, <laughs> I, uh, uh, ben, before we're gonna we're gonna let you uh, get out of here and you know spend time with your. Are family. you playing this weekend, Ben? Yeah, were you teeing it anywhere? No, it's uh, weekends are are tough, tough. for me. I, 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 you know what I'm doing today, boys? I'm spending four hours at a Sobeys on the Queensway uh, for Sportsnet 590, the fan, doing some promo work out there. That's uh, so. Had a boy. So come. Yeah, so come come check me out uh, at uh, the Sobeys on the Queensway in Etobicoke that's, today. That's a three minute drive from my place. I was I say, maybe I'll come down and my way buy home. some food. I might have to. Right. I might have to see you. We might have to continue this uh, this in real life uh, conversation. Uh, last one before I let you go, and you you know you get to be a parent and then and do do some work on the weekend. Good for you. Working six days a week here. Uh, we we got to tee it up Monday. RBC Canadian Open Course, Oakdale. Uh, I played it once before. I believe that was your first time. Just what was your uh, what was your impressions of it? Uh, you know, uh, always a little different playing it in a shotgun, out of order. But what were your uh, what was your impression? No, I, I liked it. There were a lot of elevation changes. It is uh, it's an urban course, right? Like it's in the heart of the city, and you can't uh, you can't avoid that being the reality of the situation um i i mean there were some interesting holes for sure i i did like that that par three with the elevated t i forget which number that was because yep. you're yeah. right guns like playing it out of order it was kind of hard to figure uh and also you know we played it in the, in the tournament rotation yeah that'll be 11 for the tournament yeah yeah no and i i also like that one because i hit a pretty good tee shot um from 200 yards away with the <laughs> the five iron and then Drag. almost made three. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's um, it's it's a Toronto golf course. So if if you want to feel like uh, the Canadian Open is in Toronto, that seems like the appropriate venue for that. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with all that. Uh, it was great to see you uh, stripe it around. It was fun watching Adam Stanley look for his balls, even though he had perfect golf oh shots goodness. all day. That was not Poor fair. Uh, yeah, the rough. Uh, it's going to be penalizing there. <laughs> and uh, if you need something to do this afternoon, go say hi to Ben at Sobeys. Please do. Yeah, please. Uh, but don't, don't do what's happened to me at those things, walking up to him going, are you Nick Kiprios? And then I have to say, no, that's what's happened to me at those things before. So I don't think that's going to happen to you, uh, but you, uh, you never know. A uh, lot of cards on the table there. Uh, have fun, Ben. Always love uh, getting you on. You, and bud. This won't be the last time uh, we bother you this summer. All right, boys. Uh, good to talk to you. See you soon. There he goes. Ben Ennis, fan drive time.
uh, live from his backyard. Live from his backyard. Birds chirping. Love so, that. Yeah, man. soon to be soon to be live from Sobeys. Uh, my understanding is love him stocking shelves as well. Uh, you get a quick price check from him. So uh, whatever whatever yeah. you need to He's do. He's gonna there. be behind the hot bars, yeah. slinging, slinging rotisserie chicken. Love it. Uh, you and I, we got a chance to tee it at uh, Oakdale. Hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Sorry. What's what's happening? This is a live breaking report from oh. ESPN. Oh. Not golf related, oh, but okay. Leafs related. Oh, and we are on Sports so much more fan. So much more important. Kentucky Derby favorite Forte has been scratched <laughs> from Saturday's race, according to multiple reports. So, so we can play we, the game on Saturday yeah, now. So happy we don't have a game tonight. Uh, we, we've got six minutes left in the show, and if we had six hours, it wouldn't be enough time to share my thoughts on all that, but very happy that you Too got that bad, Vincent. Guess you won't get to watch your no. little show pony. And I'm one. Hopefully, be- your other show pony shows up on uh, on on Sunday night with uh, Bobrovsky. Because if he doesn't, this, leaf, this series is flipping. I uh, I, I want to be clear. I'm asking if this is a cruel joke to make, not making the joke myself. Would it be bad if I just said the words "glue factory" right now? Is that bad? <laughs> Very bad. Okay, I won't do that then. That's why. That's why I was just like I just brought it to the committee here. Our boy, your boy from Kipper and Born, David Sisboomba's behind the glass. I'm roping him into this conversation as well. It was his idea. It was his idea. If anyone has problems with it, if it wasn't, it was all me. Uh, but yeah, thank here's you. his phone number. If you want to, uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, sneaking that in there uh, again. Yes. Uh, if we had a six hour show, it would not be enough time for me to yell and scream about the scheduling of that. But that's neither here nor there. Quick little plug for everyone. Uh, that game will be on Sportsnet 59 of the Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network tomorrow. Uh, So myself and Gordo will have you covered there. Uh, As far as right now, uh, I did want to sneak in. Uh, This was something we had talked about, the idea of the RBC Canadian Open not being one of the elevated events. And look, I I am not going to sit here and tell you, no, it's actually great that they're not. Look, we would all love to have all the big boys here and it being one of the crown jewels, but... This was something a lot of people pointed out to me when I was asking about it on on Monday. And, you know, Adam Stanley was one guy who pointed this to me, but a few others mentioned it as well. The idea of once it becomes an elevated event, you no longer get to have your true Canadian part of the RBC Canadian Open. Yeah, Connors is going to be there and Hughes and Hadwin and Taylor. And, you know, those guys, if it's an elevated event, could for sure earn their way into it. Mike Weir's not going to be there. Someone who qualifies in Surrey next month isn't going to be there and those things all matter i'm not saying it should never be an elevated event i think if it's something that you get once every handful of years it is still awesome for the game but i don't know that that ever quite honestly occurred to me when i was sitting there thinking about it so i just wanted to put that out there for everyone the uh the silver lining if you will to it not being an elevated event because that stuff matters having a national open that is a true national open we always talk about it with the u.s open it matters i think the best of both worlds is you do occasionally get it to be an elevated event and then it's an off year of sorts for that but yeah i just uh, i wanted to put that out there because it's honestly something i hadn't thought of it's I, you know i agree wholeheartedly that i hadn't really thought of that it's funny i should think of it like the u.s open but i just you know i, I don't think sure. of it like that because it's not a major or whatever but you're right like one of the great things that makes an open it's literally the ability for anyone to make it like, well, not anyone, but if you get hot enough, like if you're a two and under handicap yep. and you get hot enough, you can potentially play with Cam Young on, you know, Wild. on Friday at the Canadian Open. Like, that's what's incredible about it. But I think, you know, if they had their druthers, I think they'd much rather it be an elevated event, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think I, I think I honestly do think the best of both worlds is a mixture of the one two. off really- one on. 
Yeah, you're not getting one off, one on, but you would gladly take that. I think it's going to be more like three off, Once. one on. Yeah, yeah, something along probably. those lines. I think. Look, RB. Look, here's the thing. RBC has some juice with the tour. They flat out do. Uh, Rory, Rory McIlroy skipped their other event, and they announced he confirmed. I'd be pretty certain he will be teeing it up at at Oakdale uh, yeah. th- this year. RBC's got some juice. It's going to be an elevated event once in a while, but where they're at in the schedule, all these other things, it, it plays in part. So I did just want to tip that right. out there. Uh, and, sh- and shout out to uh, to the folks there. You know, we had our we had our boy John Cavan who had us out there. Uh, he's no longer uh, with the club at, at St. George's now. now. Yeah, uh, I had a we chance. We should have him on soon. We should. I had a chance to talk to a ton of people there. Uh, it was always interesting to see because there's a lot of excited members, uh, some a few more, you know, a little, little, little interested and see how it'll all play out. But these things always go the way they go. Just talking to people who've worked at clubs. Everybody has their opinions before, but the opinion afterwards as well. I'm so happy we did that. Uh, it was awesome. So I, I love working a new course in. It'll be, look, we, we all love St. G's, but uh, it'll be, it'll be fun to see a new course in the mix. I, I just, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like, you know, when you go to karaoke and the guy goes up there and absolutely like crushes, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I believe in a thing called love and yeah. he just absolutely like just ravages the whole the crowd. Yeah. What a banger that is, by the way. That should be the least goal song. Um, and then you have to go up and you're like doing no scrubs after. It's like, <laughs> that's kind of what, that's kind of what Oakdale is. It's like, it's a really nice course, but it's St. George's is the cream of the crop yep it's like the nicest what is it ranked in the country by score of golf it's top two, five three, it's a two it like is, yeah. it's it is a unbelievable course to try to follow oakdale do a great job it'll be a really like the of course like it'll be a really great host but if i had my choice and i'm not a member at st george's the canadian the the rbc canadian open would just be at st george's every year but they would never do that because the membership probably would hate that so much. Well, and the and other people pay a lot of money to be members at St. Uh, boy, boy, do they. Uh, the other thing I'll, I'll add on that is that there is just a lot more space around the grounds for build outs, entry points. So those are all things that that don't necessarily jump front of mind to you, but uh, could be a slightly more uh, smoother entry points uh, there as well. And uh, I got to say, just looking at the build outs there, it's going to look uh, bigger than ever. So I, I'm excited to see it. What's the wrinkle? Uh, it is again, just talking to Ben, it's kind of a uh, secluded little bit back corner of yeah. the property. I don't know that okay. it's one we played uh, when we did it. So okay. that's why it's not All jumping right. uh, right. fresh of mind. Uh really want to thank everybody who joined us this week. And by that, I mean, Ben and all of you guys in the text line, uh, shout out to our boy, Luke, who's uh, going to be paying for a couple of a uh, couple of green fees. Uh, looks like because he <laughs> had the audacity to text into the golf show. Big shout to our guy, Derek Brandeo behind the glass. Big shout to you for booking Ben Ennis, Sam McKee. Well done. The golf show brought to you by Exonic Golf. Get more great shots with the award-winning AI golf app that makes good golf easier. It's customized for your golf swing. Download the Exonic Golf app today. That's X-O-N-I-C. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs.